inside. Hello, everybody, and welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm David Gray, along with my friend Doug McCary, and we are glad you're with us here on the... Were you wanting more Christmas well, music? Well, I wasn't sure. I saw you fiddling, <laughs> you, fiddling no, with you, the you were wanting it. You were wanting it. I know, well, so I, you I, get I a love, little little bit of it, and it makes you want more. I love Christmas music, but I saw you playing with the tablet over there. I wasn't sure if we were doing that well, again. Well, I was playing so. with the tablet because I, I kind of left some <laughs> of my notes at home that I... I like to refer to when we're talking about this stuff, and because today was a SWAT day, so I'm teaching this week. I talked twice this morning on repentance, and that's what we're going to be covering next week on the radio. Mm, right. Well, so. we're glad you're with us. It is uh, Wednesday, October 18th, and we are live in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, again, David Gray and Doug McCary. Brad is away this week, although I'm thinking that he's going to be back in town later this afternoon. And, and uh, Doug, you have a guest on tomorrow. Brian? No, Ben. Ben, sorry. Carroll. Ben Carroll. Ben. I had the B right. Yeah, yeah. Ben Carroll is a, uh, he, he's an interesting guy. So he's been on like three or four different law enforcement, maybe more than that, law enforcement agencies. He was a police chief at one time. He was the head of the Clay County SWAT team, uh, a sheriff's department. And um, and now he trains people around the country, uh, SWAT teams and stuff like that, in tactics. And he's got a fascinating, uh, fascinating story. He grew up the son of a preacher, or his granddad was a preacher. It was either him or his granddad. But he's going to tell that story tomorrow. I don't want to steal his thunder. It's a fascinating mm. story. And he has a heart for men's ministry and is doing some really cool things. And in fact, one of them is he's leaving away this weekend to take some guys up to hike the Appalachian Trail. Which have you ever done that? No, uh, no. I've done some hiking. Um, this is just an aside, and it's a plug. Uh, but uh, I read a book a few years ago called hiking through yeah and the guy's name is paul something i can't remember his last name he's a believer and his wife uh died of cancer he was relatively young you know late 50s um and always wanted to hike the appalachian trail took a year after his wife died kind of uh under the guidance of don't make any major decisions you know when something like that happens for at least a year wound up retiring from his job and he through hiked the Appalachian Trail, and he wrote a book about it. It's called Hiking Through, and uh, it got some great spiritual stuff in it as well as just some great stories, as you can imagine, some of the things that happened to him and some of the characters that he met uh, on the hike. But just a, just a great story if you like that kind of thing. Well, so to I answer your hiking. question, yeah, I've never hiked the Appalachian Trail, but my brother has hiked parts of it in Maine and New Hampshire, and Depending on where you start, right, the end and the beginning is uh, in Georgia and uh, at Mount Katahdin in way up in Maine. Never been there. Yep, neither have I, ne but uh, been been, on, been near parts of it. Hey, you know, um, I, the, the other day I found something out, and I don't, I didn't even know. I guess today in the world we live in, you can pretty much get anything, but um, I was on a I got a um, um, an email or something about ordering pizza 
through this website online and it was like <clears throat> one of the top pizza places in in the world like or at least in the u.s it's like one of the top 10 it's up in chicago and they actually send you for their pizzas frozen right but you know what else you can get through there is fresh lobster roll wow sent from they, yeah. they send it on dry ice to your house i've actually brought um live lobsters bought them at the airport in Boston and brought them back to Jacksonville on dry ice. They give you a container and everything and you yeah. carry it right on the plane. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And, uh, um, but when you say that about ordering the pizza again, I, I, I promise you, I won't get off on my TV show tangents, but I was a big fan of mash, you know, the TV oh, show yeah. mash loved yeah. it. And there's an episode early on where from Korea, they're trying to order, ribs from a place called adam's rib <laughs> oh my God. in chicago and uh what they go through to try to get the ribs shipped to korea it's a little different than in today's world uh with the internet and and amazon and online well, delivery you can and get all that. so much today back oh, then that would have been crazy oh yeah it's but, a great it's a very funny episode well anyway ben carroll uh getting back to our guest tomorrow is going to be our guest a fascinating story uh, and just a heart for men's ministry. I hope you'll tune in. And, uh, Dave, just a quick roundup of things going uh, on. Um, we still don't have a Speaker of the House. Uh, Jim Jordan uh, went up for a vote again after the second round, and it did not happen. So we still don't have a Speaker. And uh, President Biden did come on this morning and and affirmed that the hospital was hit by hamas rockets that misfired they mm -hmm. fired a rocket and it fired and and wrongly and fell on their hospital um the, and the word is that that the they knew that from the beginning and they just uh, intentionally put out misinformation to try to bring more yeah. world pressure against israel yep so yeah, which is not surprising. Yeah. If you're willing to do the things that they've done to people in terms of murdering and raping and all the things that they've done, uh, you're certainly willing to put out misinformation about whose rocket mm -hmm. hit a hospital. Yeah. So. Hey, have you have you heard of this campaign uh, called Not a Marriage? <laughs> not a Marriage, and it's got two pictures. It's a billboard campaign. Uh, not a not a woman and it's got a picture of dilvin mulvaney you know yeah and not a choice it's a picture of a sonogram mm. of a baby and um they're trying to get those billboards up i thought it was pretty creative no i haven't heard of that i i have not heard of that i, I when you drive out i-10 though right there's a lot of great billboards yes about when life when heartbeats start and uh -huh. and for you know encouraging women to get help and not to end a pregnancy and things like that. So I, I imagine it'll be those kind of billboards, right? Yeah, it, I, it, it will. But but they, I think they're pretty well done from what I could tell on early on. And if you're tuning in to SWAT Radio for the first time, generally in the first 15-minute segment, we're just kind of talking about things going on in our community, in our world. Obviously, the, uh, the thing going on in Israel, the war over there with Hamas is – it, it's just, it's like I was talking with David before we, we went on the air. It's a murky thing, and that's why you really have to be careful 
when information first comes out about anything significant before you bite into it hook line and sinker you might want to chew on it for a day or two to make sure everything is verified just like that this was a deliberate misinformation mm. campaign by hamas they knew that their rocket struck the hospital it was a mistake an accident and they blamed it on israel to get leverage uh against them and a lot of people including talib and all those uh really hostile to the u.s congressman <laughs> her and uh you know, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, who's the other lady who married her brother? Or, uh, Omar, Omar, Ilhan yeah. Omar. Yeah. yeah. All those people up there bit onto it really quick and tried sure. to use it for propaganda. So just be aware of that. Then war, things are really murky. And, and really, they should be. You know, we, we have this demand now to know information. I think I was talking to you about this the other day. Like, uh, let's just broadcast where our ships are. You know, they used to... <laughs> I have to try to figure out now CNN just puts it out or Fox News just puts it in. Yeah. Out, yeah. Uh, uh, there, Hey, here they are right off the coast of Haifa. If you guys were wondering, you know, uh, President mm. Biden flying into Israel on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Just right. want you to know he's going to be flying in to give an 11 o'clock press. What, what, what was the saying in uh, <laughs> what was the saying in World War Two? Loose lips sink ships. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's and and, like, the, and the, the secrecy that used to be so important. <laughs> Well, you would have thought they were setting them up, but the, 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 all the information yeah. they were putting out, and I, I understand they were trying to show solidarity, but you, you don't. I mean that that was a very mm-hmm. foolish thing on somebody's part to yep. put that information out there. Yeah. Yep. But one other thing locally here, the Blue Angels. That's right. Will That's this be weekend. in town this weekend. They are doing the Sea and Sky Air Show. It's going to be out at the beach for all you beach people here in Jacksonville. Uh, you will be able to see them out there, and uh, it'll be a, a we're supposed weather supposed to be great. Yeah, and way. and if you've never been to that, the Blue Angels are the exclamation point on that show and the highlight for sure, at least in my mind. But yeah. there's a lot of other really cool stuff. They've got some vintage planes, and they've got uh, amphibious craft where they they bring those onto the beach and they've got a lot going on down there. It's not just the blue angels. There's a lot of great stuff. It's yeah. amazing what, what uh, some of these pilots can do. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it, it really is there. They are going mm. to have the fat Albert, the C one thirty does a really good, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, it's a super Hercules. that does a sh- jet assisted takeoff, which is really cool to see that big plane get mm-hmm. up quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the blue angels, and just so you want to know, uh, the uh, the Blue Angels are on at 3, both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the Navy Band will be out there at 1 o'clock at the uh, Seawalk Pavilion. Yep. Uh, and so... Um, and if you're going to go figure it out beforehand, it is a little crazy out there with parking and all of that. So I don't know if there are shuttles or places you can park and, and walk, but it does get a little crowded Uh from a traffic perspective it, so it, it does plan that, accordingly yes uh so anyway that's this weekend and uh, remember to continue to pray for the peace of jerusalem i spoke to my friend Ra'ed, who is our guide mm-hmm. and Ra'ed is currently trying to get out you know and where he, is he doug he, what he's part up of the in the north okay. part which is really right now there's concern about hezbollah coming in up right. there and um 
you know he he's just a reminder he you know he's palestinian mm -hmm. but he's a palestinian christian right and that's a very unique minority over there because they're ostracized by the palestinians because they're not muslim mm -hmm. and they're viewed with suspicion by the jewish people because right. they're palestinian right and uh so it's just very very small minority of people over there and um you know, we need to pray for Ra'ed. Uh, his name is pronounced like saying raw egg, but it's Ed mm -hmm. with a D. And uh, Ra'ed is trying to get back to the States. Somebody is offering to fly him back. I think he's and, got a son in Orlando, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. And so uh, he's trying to get out. So please pray for our good friend and brother Ra'ed as he tries to get out of the country. And pray for the military guys. Uh, we have some SWAT guys that have sons in the military. Um, and I know at least one pilot who is deployed over there. So be careful, uh, or not be careful, be prayerful and, uh, keep them lifted up as our, our, our soldiers and uh, military people that are over there, um, for a presence, but man, they're starting to show more and more like they are going to hmm. use them or possibly use them. Well, to, didn't they receive an, I'm sorry to interrupt you, receive an order to be ready to deploy? Yes, yep. they did, uh, certain groups. And right. so um, just uh, keep them in prayer and, you know, uh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Man, it's just, it's, it's just a terrible situation. But like my wife says, if it's Jesus coming back, come back, Lord Jesus, right. soon, right? That's right. Well, we are going to take our first break of the afternoon on SWAT Radio. Give us a call at 844-777-7928 if you have a question or a comment about anything that we're discussing, whether it's uh, the Gospel of Mark or any of these events that we're discussing. We're going to come back after the break and get back into Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 16 or 17 today, I guess. But uh, we'll be back after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. The Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in Fernandina Beach at 91.3. Like a bull chasing the matadors, a man. 
Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary, glad that you're with us. And uh, before we jump into our text here, uh, Doug was mentioning that uh, today is uh, was a teaching day for him. Two SWAT meetings on Wednesdays, one at 6 in the morning or 6.30 at the beach at Woody's Barbecue and the other here at the Salem Center at noon. Uh, we have a meeting uh, tomorrow morning. at. Uh, we actually try to start at 6.15 on yes. Thursday mornings. It's at Jumpin' Jack's. House of Food, which is uh, right there on Belfort Road now um, in the uh, same complex that Wounded Warrior's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you're still doing your Zoom meeting on Thursday nights. Is that right, Doug? Uh, yes, okay. 7 o'clock. And if they want to join, they can simply uh, send an email to Doug at SWATradio.com, and I'm happy to send them a link. And then a uh, meeting on Friday morning still, is, is it at the Village Restaurant in... St. Augustine. Augustine. That's exactly right. And we have a great website, SWATradio.com, that has a a lot of information, thanks to our good friend uh, James Grimm, who takes care of that for us. And uh, you can always go to SWATradio.com to hear uh, past program broadcasts, as well as to get information on uh, SWAT meetings. So we would encourage you to do that. And if you're not part of a group um, about men's Bible study and would like to be, we would love to have you at any one of the uh, weekly SWAT meetings uh, that we just outlined. So, Hey, and uh, also, um, we uh, our, our very first producer on here was a guy named Chris Lyons. And Chris has been in the hospital for the past three days and nights and had some kind of infection allergic reaction or something and it was pretty pretty tough but he's i think he's pulling out of it but keep chris lyons in your prayers as well uh he was our producer i think for the first couple of years here. okay so uh anyway hope you feel better chris and uh just want you to know we're praying for you well david we are in the gospel of mark i mean this um kingdom gospel that we're talking about and we're really zeroing down. We've been talking about it this week, and we've we've looked at verses 14 and 15 of Mark 1, where Jesus said that the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, God's Messiah has come. His kingdom is here because the king is here to rule and to reign. That's what the gospel is, his rule and reign. And and uh, what did he say well, at the end of verse 15? He says, repent and believe in the euangelion. Mm. And I say that, and I've been saying that at all the SWAT meetings, repent and believe in the euangelion instead of repent and believe in the gospel, because the gospel is the translated word that for us, we bring a lot of Western connotation to mm-hmm. it we tend to think more of just the cross. We tend to think more of just forgiveness. When it, Jesus was preaching this before he ever said a word about the cross. Mm -hmm. The cross was the way for the people to be forgiven, to come into the kingdom. Right. And so he's telling people the kingdom is here. You need to repent and believe in me. Mm-hmm. And what has happened over the years is people have believed in the facts about the gospel, the facts about Jesus, 
I would say an impartial or, or um, not a, a total gospel, but a portion of the gospel. And they've believed the facts about Jesus, believing that that is the gospel. Mm-hmm. In other words, just the facts that he died on the cross for my sin, I'm a sinner, you know, that they lump that in where when Jesus is saying, repent and believe in the euangelion, what they would have heard is repent and believe that God's king is here to rule and reign. Mm-hmm. And, and repent of your desire, as you've put it, for self-rule. For self-rule and the sin nature, right. your rebellion against God. It's right. all it's turning away. Right. It is saying my desire is to turn away from being self-led, self-ruled, and my sin nature, this, this nature I was born with, I don't want it anymore. I want to be reborn is the way Jesus talked about it in John 3. And so... To understand the kingdom, we need to understand that anywhere they would have heard, anywhere a king's will is obeyed, that's his domain. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about a heavenly kingdom yesterday um, where it was the, the, the angelic order. The domain was heaven, but then Satan fall, uh, fell. We, we read from Isaiah 14 where it talks about him being cast out yep. of heaven. So there was a fall, and then there was an earthly kingdom. There was a fall in Genesis 3. But what's really great is before Genesis 3 is even completed, there's a promised kingdom. God is going to become human and defeat Satan. Genesis 3.15. Read that, David, real quick. Genesis 3.15 says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Yeah. So that is the first prophecy about the coming Messiah Mm. that God would become a man and he would come to earth and Satan would strike his heel, but he would stomp on his head. Um, you know, uh, this and so God is promising a kingdom. He promises how He will come. We know that from Isaiah nine six and seven, who He'll be in Isaiah eleven one. Uh, it says in eleven one, it says there will come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse. Do you remember what the word shoot is in Hebrew? No. It's Netzer. I would not have got that. Netzareth. Okay. Netzareth. Oh, okay. Nazareth. Nazareth. Shootville. Yeah. Mm. That's the name of Nazareth. So, so anyway, we know how he will come. We know when he will come. Uh, we know where he will be born. Micah 5, 2. He'll be out of Bethlehem, right? Uh, we know what tribe he will come from. Genesis 49, verse 10, from the tribe of Judah. Yeah, that, that scepter, the iron scepter will remain there. And so the domain of the promised kingdom is the land of Israel, that Messiah would come and rule. But guess what? They rejected him. Mm. And so it was a postponed kingdom. And uh, Jesus said the time is at hand. The time is now for the personal reign of Jesus. 
over an obedient and reborn nation of Israel. However, when God's reign was here, and Jesus said, I am here, they rejected God's Messiah here. And, you know, the plan was that Israel would be repentant, that their sin would be removed and all in in on this new covenant. In fact, go to Jeremiah 31, um, verse 31. And read Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother saying, know the Lord for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest declares the Lord for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. So the plan was that Israel would be repentant. Their sin would be removed and all in on this new covenant, but there was a fall. They rejected the Messiah. He did not look like they thought he should look. He wasn't to rule and reign the way he, they thought he was to rule and reign. And so they rejected him. Uh, they replaced salvation by faith in God, which is that that's the way it's always been, with obedience to Jewish law and tradition. And so... When, you know, when they rejected God's Messiah, it reminded me of, of 1 Samuel 8. Uh, back in 1 Samuel 8, you remember God uh, was supposed to be the king over Israel. And they said, no, we want another mm-hmm. king. We want a king like everybody else, all the other nations. And it grieved Samuel. Remember, he was upset about it. And what did God say in 1 Samuel 8, verse 7? He said, listen, Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. Hmm. Can nations do that? Can nations uh, reject the rule of God? Have we done that as a nation? It appears we have. Can people do that? Sure. I I do that. When, When do I reject God's rule in my life? When I assert my leadership to say, I know better than God. Mm -hmm. God says, don't do this. I say, I'm going to do this. God uh, doesn't, God says you should do this, but I say, no, I don't want to do that. Or I'm just apathetic to his Mm -hmm. rule. Mm -hmm. And so I rule my own life. Samuel wasn't the leader that those people wanted. God had made him his under leader, uh, you know, as, as his under shepherd. But he wasn't the leader they wanted and neither was Jesus. And so our problem is we want Eden the Garden of Eden, we want the happiness that that brings, and uh, but we want it apart from God's plan. Mm. We want it apart from his rule. And so that's what Israel did, David, and we're no different. We really aren't. Yeah, I've always thought, you know, it's it's easy. We have the benefit of looking back and being able to read the Old Testament scriptures, and you see over and over again, right, God rescuing Israel Israel seemingly thankful for a little while, then rejecting him again. 
and then it hap- it's a cycle, right, that happens over and over again. And, you the know, same old story, right? And we can think, and I've thought to myself, there have been plenty of times in my life where I thought, well, what was wrong with them? But I do the same thing. We all do. Yeah, we, that, we do. That, we, exactly we, right. we go into these patterns, and that's why we need accountability. That's why we need to constantly be reminded that he rules and reigns over us because it brings accountability, right? Right. That's right. That's right. We are going to take our next break here at the bottom of the hour for the news at 3.30, and we will be back after the news to get into, continue to get into Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. If you have a question or a comment, call us at 844-777-7928, and we will be right back after the break on SWAT Radio. have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Expect some delays on the East Beltway because of a crash on 295 northbound before Beach Boulevard. Also, there's an accident on I-95 southbound at Airport Road. And there's a broken down vehicle, I-95 southbound, before the north end of the Fuller Warren Bridge blocking the right lane. Mostly clear tonight, low 57. Thursday, mostly sunny, high 79. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. David Gray and Doug McCary, glad that you are with us here as we come to you from Jacksonville on Wednesday, October 19th. Beautiful weather here in Jacksonville. We talked about this the other day, man. We're getting into the my favorite month of the year oh. uh, or, or and coming into the favorite season. It's just beautiful weather. We know in other parts of the country you're starting to feel the uh, colder weather and uh, embracing for that. But, man, it's beautiful here. It's so. really nice here. And, uh, you know, um, as we – as we as we kind of go back, we're finishing up today how God reveals his kingdom in several domains throughout his word. We talked about the heavenly kingdom and earthly kingdom yesterday. We talked uh, about a promised kingdom before we went to the break, how God will become human and defeat Satan. And, and then with their rejection came a postponed kingdom. Uh, and you know, the domain was supposed to be the world. They were supposed to be the light of the world. 
you know, the, the problem with the Jewish leader's perspective at that time is they believed that the Messiah would bring back rule and reign geopolitically, mm-hmm. not, yeah. not in their lives, not over sin, but over Rome. Mm-hmm. That's what they were looking sure. for. And when that wasn't happening, they they didn't think they needed rule and reign over their sin. They thought they were good. Yeah. They kept the law. They yeah. were right. Who are you to be telling us we need anything? Jesus called them blind. You're yeah. blind guides. And would they and also on a maybe a lesser note, would they have ever thought that the Messiah would come from a poor family and come from and be a carpenter's son and come from Nazareth. No. And of course the answer is no, they didn't think that. No. Um and, and 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 of course in the end a lot of people I'm sure didn't believe either because they couldn't fathom that the Messiah would be killed. He was just such an ordinary guy and wouldn't suffer like that. Right. The Messiah was going to be somebody that had control over everything. And so how's he going to defeat Rome if he can't take care of himself and right. the issues with himself? Right. So we saw after that postponed kingdom now, we see a spiritual kingdom. And now the spiritual kingdom is a mystery. It's a mystery form for us because it's kind of a, a now, but not yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he rules, but, you know, he's he's not the full you know, the full realm of his rule mm-hmm. is not here. Right. right now, his realm or the domain that he rules in is all nations. Every tribe, every tongue, the gospel is going out to every ethnic group. And, you know, in John 18, when Jesus was being crucified, or or as he was before, right before he was going to be crucified, he, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. I could mobilize you know, legions of angels. Right. And he was telling them that my kingdom is not here. It's greater than here. It's a spiritual kingdom. That's very confusing because for Pilate, you know, where the Romans right. there that they they're like, what are you talking about? Right. right. But the Jewish people should have known because back in Psalm 18, 118, 22, the stone that the builders mm-hmm. rejected mm-hmm. became what the capstone. capstone and in that messianic psalm the stone is messiah the builders are the leaders of israel the rejection is the cross and the cross is the foundation of the uh, of the church i mean it's the it is the foundation of the church and so when you think of um kingdoms in fact David, turn over to Matthew 21 real quick. And, you know, if you look at Matthew 21, uh, Jesus tells a story. And by the way, Matthew has this after this parable, after his triumphant entry. He has already come down on a donkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminding people of Solomon when he came down on a donkey to take ascend to the throne of David. And so Jesus is telling a parable and he says, there was a master of a house who planted a vineyard, who put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it and built a tower and then leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season for fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And guess what? 
they beat one servant, killed another, and stoned another. And then he sent others. Finally, he sent his son saying, they will respect my son. But when they saw the son, they said, this is the heir. If we kill him, we we get the benefit, right? We mm-hmm. get the inheritance. <clears throat> so they took him, and, took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. And Jesus says, when the, the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? Mm. They said to him, he'll put those wretches to a death and let out the vineyard to somebody else. And then Jesus quotes what? Psalm 118. Mm. Have you never read in the scriptures the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? And this was the Lord's doing. It was marvelous. Therefore, I tell you, and here it is, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to people who produce its fruit. Mm. And here's the beautiful part for us. We receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and the new covenant because they rejected. Mm. I mean, that, that that's mind-blowing that you and I, are you Jewish? Nope. Me neither. So we're able to but be. But I'm still Abraham's descendant. We are yeah. because. Spiritually. That's the spiritual Because spiritually. Kingdom. Right. But, but here's the thing, David. We receive the gift in the new covenant and we're part of his kingdom, the spiritual kingdom, because they rejected and he rules and reigns. And so to seek Jesus is to seek his kingdom rule. Now, would you ever have thought that more than 15, 20 years ago? No. No. Me either. No. And, and I was going to say this earlier. When, we, when you talk about and teach on this idea of the kingdom of God being at hand and submitting to the reign and rule of the king, boy, that makes the gospel, the euangelion, a lot bigger. Oh, it's huge. It changes the whole perspective of what we've always focused on and what we've always heard, which is true and a critical part of the message that Jesus died for our sins on the cross, that he was the perfect sacrifice. He died and was resurrected, showing that the sacrifice was acceptable to God and he's at the right hand of the Father. All, all of course, absolutely critical, but it's but to your point, it's, it's not the whole message. And the message becomes so much bigger and grander, if you will, than, and it takes the focus off of us. Oh, absolutely. And puts it back where it's supposed it's to be. It's a very God-centered message. On God. That's yes. right. right. Well, here's the thing that I love. I love, go to 1 Corinthians 1. 15? 1, <laughs> actually, 1 Corinthians one twenty six. Go okay. to one twenty six. Okay. This is for Jeremy and you. <clears throat> Okay, <laughs> read, 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 read this for our listeners. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Yeah. Not many. Okay, yeah. You get that? Yeah. I mean, like that's for me too. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like we're 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 just dumb. We're dumb, dumb as stone people. Yeah. Because we we live in the flesh until the spirit comes in. Keep reading. Yep. Go ahead. Not uh, many were wise. Yeah, not many were wise. Uh, Sorry, not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Were you? Did you? Were you powerful, noble birth person? No, me neither. Were you, Jeremy? No, we weren't. So keep going. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. Wait, stop. We're foolish. <laughs> we are foolish people. We don't like to admit that, but He chose 
foolish people to confound the wise. Mm -hmm. go, go ahead. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. We're weak. Yep. He, we don't like to admit we're weak. We don't like to admit we have needs, that we're needy. We can do it the American way. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yep. Right? Keep going. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him... You are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So as so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So it's all about him. It's his kingdom, the spiritual kingdom. And you know what the domain is here? It's all nations. Acts 1.8 says, you will be my witnesses. Where? Mm. In Jerusalem? Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth, the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And so that's the spiritual kingdom. And, 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 and I'm sorry to cut you off. Believing Jews are part of that. Yes. And that's the, that's where it gets confusing sometimes. Any, any, any Jew who is saved is saved the same way that we are, yes. through faith in Jesus. That's the way And, and, and it's not it's not a, you know, maybe get into this at some other time, but it's not a special... Uh, circumstance for the Jews. Everybody's saved the same Everybody's way. Everybody's saved by grace That's through right. faith. That's right. By grace through faith. That's right. And um, we, you know, it, it, we're just very grateful. We should be very grateful because we weren't wise. We were foolish. We weren't strong. We weren't noble, but God chose us. Yep. Hallelujah, right? That's Great. right. Thank you, Lord. That's well, right. when we come back, we're going to look at the last two kingdom domains here the millennial and the eternal. And then uh, we're going to wrap it up for the week. We will be back on SWAT radio after the break. Come on back. If you'd like to contact SWAT radio, the toll free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. 
For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Jacksonville at 91.7. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me Welcome back to SWAT Radio. I'm David Gray, along with my friend Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and we are glad you are with us. And Doug, as we uh, get back into our text here, before we do, I think we have a caller. Uh, Eric, are you there? I'm here. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. What can we do for you today? What's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to call, and I listen to your program almost every day. I'm a and then I'm trying to bring the gospel uh, to some of the highways and byways and some of the venues that I play. But I really appreciate, uh, first of all, that you're, you're in the Marine Corps, because I was in the Marine Corps myself, so <laughs> uh, So, um, But uh, my son just retired from the Marine Corps as well, so that's great also. But um, I really appreciate the, pre- the preaching and the, the teaching on the kingdom, because I just have been thinking about that a lot, and I just don't hear about it. And my pastor at Aspire Church in San Marco has been preaching just like you guys have been on the same topic for a while. And I'm uh, very, very grateful to hear it, and it's so important. But you just you, you talk to other people that are even other Christians about it, and um, they're like, what? You know, it's like foreign to them. Mm. Yeah, Eric, how long have you been a believer? Uh, probably since I think the Lord really changed my heart in the in the 80s. I can't give you an exact... Oh, no, no, that's okay. So about 40 years, right? Right. Okay. So in the last 40 years, uh, up until your pastor is preaching on it now, how many messages have you heard about the kingdom of God? Well, I could probably count them on one hand. Yeah. It's just, you're yeah. right. It, yeah. And that was one of the things I brought out last week when I was teaching. It's just not, most people, when they think kingdom of God, they think heaven and they think afterlife. At least that's what I always thought. Is that what you thought growing up? Uh, so, somewhat, yes, I did. But when I started reading the Bible, I grew up in the Catholic faith. But my friend gave me a black and white NIV Bible, no helps or nothing, and I said, "Wow, there's some things that that I don't that aren't right with what I believe." And I left the Catholic Church, and I know there's believers there. I'm not saying anything negative, but I'm just saying that for me, when I just read a Bible without any external helps, I learned about the sovereignty of God through Scripture. You know, you could call it Calvinism or whatever you want on all those dudes, Augustine, but I know that God is sovereign in all things, including my salvation. My depravity is complete, 
Wait, and, well, you know, David, so, Eric, that that's so funny because I have a friend who um, who we, we used to get in several debates over God's sovereignty. And um, he actually I just challenged him to read through the whole Bible with, with eyes to see God's sovereignty there. And he once he got into the Bible, once he actually read it. From cover to cover, he said, I couldn't get away from the sovereignty mm-hmm. of God. It's all through it. Mm-hmm. And it completely changed his outlook. And he just said, you know, beforehand, I'd only focused on certain parts of the Bible. But when you read right. through it, it's amazing how much it talks about God's sovereignty throughout. This is, and, 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 the, and the point, and to that point, and what you guys have been explaining so wonderfully that's really a blessing is that salvation is not a get out of hell card it is a transformation of life it is is being born again it is being a new creation and if there is not a, a a transformation and it was just a prayer down an aisle one day then you know the bible cautions us against things like that Mm-hmm. I know the people that try to say you can lose your salvation through the scriptures and, and Galatians and Hebrews. Those are just warnings to just make sure that you just didn't, you know, have like maybe a one-time, yeah. uh, an emotional thing. But your life has to be transformed. And to your point about the kingdom, it's transformed for a purpose, a purpose for a society of disciples and God's kingdom to further his kingdom here on earth. That's why my favorite say, uh, 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 name of, of Jesus is the King of Kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Eric, we're just going to be quiet and let you talk. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're invited. <laughs> you, you nailed you're, it, man. You're our guest host today you on Slot it. Radio. You nailed it. That's sweet. I, <laughs> I, my question, though, for you that I would really like to know, and, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but do you think that the infiltration of dispensationalism into the evangelical church from the late 1800s and through now has been part of the problem that the kingdom has not been preached the way it should be? No, because I know guys that you would consider dispensational that talk about the kingdom. In fact, they talk about it a lot, and they talk about the sovereignty. In fact, I would say they're if you listen to them, you would think, they're more reform than they are dispensational. I think the oh, issue, I think the issue is really just, um, <laughs> uh, a biblical issue of guys who bring a Western mindset to the scriptures, uh, instead of trying to understand, you know, from, from the perspective of people that it was written to, you know what I mean? Like the the going to Israel really rocked my world to understand from a Jewish perspective the different aspects of Scripture, how we miss it. We're so literal in the West, and so uh, like I'll give you a perfect example. Just the the statement where Jesus is asked by Peter, "How many times should I forgive?" and what does he say? Seventy times. Seventy seven. times seven. See. If you ask somebody, what did he mean by that? What 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 would they say? Have you ever asked any pastor what he meant by that? 
I haven't, but I know it just it, it pretty much means all the time. <laughs> but see, that's what I always thought. But Jesus is actually referring to an Old Testament text where he's trying to communicate to Peter, your passion for forgiveness should be as great as this person he's referring to back in Genesis 4's passion for vengeance. Mm. And his oh, name yeah. was Lamech. Yeah, right. Lamech. Remember what Lamech said? If Esau is avenged seven times and Lamech is 70 times seven. Right. Oh, That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so see, I Jesus guess, was guess. always referring to the text. And what I'm saying is we miss a lot of that because we bring these Western eyes to the scriptures. Um, there's some great books out there about that. Um, uh, walking in the dust of Rabbi Jesus, s- sitting at the feet of Rabbi Jesus, um, uh, Ken Bailey, uh, um, you know, reading the Bible through Western or, you know, Westernized, I think is what his name and name is. Um, it's, it's basically understanding the scriptures. It's not that all that we understood was wrong. It's just that we see bits and pieces above the waterline and 95% of that truth is below the waterline that we miss. So anyway, Eric, hey, thank you. You've been a great call. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for listening, and thanks for sharing the good news out there. Keep sharing that euangelion with everybody, all right? Amen, and thank you guys. God bless. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate your call. Well, David. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Hey, um, what a great call. Yeah, it was a great call. So just real quickly, the last two kingdoms, the millennial kingdom, Revelation 21 through 6, the domains, all the earth, we're not going to go through it. You can read it. Revelation 21 through 6 references a thousand year reign. And, and, and then the eternal kingdom, Revelation 11, 14. I do want you to read Revelation 11, 14 real quick. The eternal kingdom and the domain is eternity. It is the king. Jesus is king for eternity. And that's that's really the final kingdom. And so read uh, 14 through 19 real quick. Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and seated on the cloud, one like a son of man, with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the temple, calling with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Put in your sickle and reap, for the hour to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is fully ripe. So he who sat on the cloud swung his sickle across the earth, and the earth was reaped. Then another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, and the angel who has authority over the fire, the angel, uh, and he called out with a loud voice to the one who had the sharp sickle, put in your sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth, for its grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle across the earth and gathered the grape harvest of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. I'm going to read 20. And the winepress was trodden outside the city and blood flowed from the winepress as high as a horse's bridle for 1,600 stadiums. And that's a long way. All right. So that's the eternal kingdom. That, that, that is that final kingdom. How do we get into God's kingdom? His kingdom is now and not yet. The spiritual kingdom, a millennial kingdom is coming. Some people believe it's already come. An eternal kingdom is coming. 
How do we get there? We repent, we believe, and we follow. Jesus said that. And we're going to look at repent next week. So our takeaways, our servant king has come and called us to his kingdom. Our servant king rules and reigns over every aspect of that kingdom, which includes our lives. Our servant king rules by his word, and he's dispatched us as his ambassadors to a hurting world, and he promises to return for us, which should give us hope. So I hope that's encouraging. Great takeaways. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're coming to the end of the broadcast today. Thanks for listening to SWAT Radio. Doug will be back tomorrow with With his guest. Ben Carroll. And Brad and I will be here on Friday. See you then.